delighted to have you in the podcast where all stories are welcome and the masks come off. Hi Raja. Hi Shiva. Great to it's see you. It's good to see you too. It's a pleasure to have you on Coffee and Soul and welcome to Soul Brews with Shiva. I'm so delighted to be hosting you. Thank you. It's my pleasure and my honor. Thank you Great very much back. Raja. Do you have your cup of whatever you would like to drink with you? It's uh it's you know uh, spiced tea. Yeah. Uh, normally wow. I'm a coffee person but outside home you know I usually take uh, tea so Yeah. This is yeah. a nice and local chain called CJ. So let's have a look at the local chain you're holding up. It's CJ's, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's called Java's used to be the name then they've changed it to CJ's, you know. It's a it's a very very nice chains of uh, chain of you know, cafes in Kampala. You, which is which is where you're based right now, right? That's right. That's right. I'm, yeah. I'm in Kampala, Uganda. Yeah. 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 This is in East Africa. Yeah. And yeah. normally, normally people don't. I mean, only people of the earlier generation know uh, East Africa, but it used to be a block. Yes. Uh, they used to play in World Cup cricket, you know, as a block. But uh, you know, now it is Uganda, you know, yeah. part of East and part of Africa. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. So we're just going to raise a chair, and I'm going to pour myself a cup of coffee. You already have your Fantastic. iced tea. Great to have you here, Raja. Cheers. Here's Cheers. to life and long associations. To you and to the associations. Cheers. Cheers. So, Raja, if I was to just ask you to just relax and just kind of uh, sit back and relax and. And uh, in this beautiful green surroundings, etc., <laughs> just sit back and just close your eyes for a second. Share with us some of the images that come to your mind, if anything, taste, smell, any feeling. I mean, there's always well, you showed me coffee, so I get the, <laughs> the love coffee for sure. Do I marry tea? Uh, uh-huh. In terms of you know, the images, you know, there's a lot of greenery around, so. Mm-hmm. Mm. And this, you know, this is my home garden. You know, mm. Where mm. it's uh, it's all it's all green and nice. And you know, I mean, for a change today, there's a lot of nice breeze blowing in. I can see that. What does it do uh, to you? What does this do for you? The green is, and uh, you know, I think you know, coming from you know, after about more than a decade in uh, Mumbai, right? Yeah. You know, when you come to surroundings like this, uh, where you have greenery, uh, we had a choice to uh, go for an apartment or. Uh, uh, a place like this and we said no we'll go for this because when you have that opportunity you know why don't we go for it and secondly this also gives a lot of uh, place for Ishan to you know kind of cycle around run around yeah yeah you know, the, it's good good place to be in so and this is the typical old Kampala house kind of a thing you know so it's got its own charm and this is the kind of house you know that I've grown up with so uh, in, in, in my younger days, you know, where we used to have these kind of trees and all, which later vanished, you know, into yeah. concrete jungles. So, so growing up for you was in Chennai? No, in fact, I grew up in Andhra. I was born in deep south uh, Tamil Nadu. Okay. And then uh, my, my dad worked uh, most in, uh, by the time at least I was born, uh, he was in pharmaceutical sales as well. So, uh, he worked in, in the family, Raja? In the DNA. <laughs> <laughs> in the DNA. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell me what you're saying. So, grew up in um, places like Vijayawada very early years, but mm. mostly I remember Guntur, which is mm. also in South Coast Land Pradesh. Yes, uh, yes. You know, very famous for uh, tobacco, cotton, chilies, and education. You know, 
So it used to be center of education. So um, yeah, grew up there, went to you know some very very good uh, school there and a very famous college called Hindu College Guntur was part of uh, the freedom struggle. Uh, really, you know, mm. yeah. uh, a lot of freedom fighters you know came from there. Our college used to be a venue for you know uh, meetings of freedom fighters. You know. Can you imagine? Wow. I mean those those portals of the college and our history again great principal who's was very very accomplished uh, doyen of Telugu literature and also a great uh, spiritualist and uh, and bodybuilder. Oh really? Yeah. yeah amazing, uh, you know, Dr. Kulapati. He's in fact you know renounced the world and you know, is now heading a mutt. So, Seriously? Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Where yeah. whereabouts is he? He is in a place uh, called Kutralam in uh, Tamil Nadu. So he's so, head of a head of a mutt called in a Mount Swan mutt. You know. So he's he's now he I think he's he's one of the one of the great people that I've had the opportunity to you know be with uh, you know or see or you know converse or you know interact with very close quarters. You know who has accomplished. You no, know, physically he was the person who used to give demonstration of you know breaking away from chains. Houdini style, you know, lift weights, wow. and a tall, you know, gigantic personality. He represented Telugu in the World Conference of uh, Languages. He was a Ashtavadang, as in he can, he can impromptu, you know, build a poem. You know, if eight people throw things at him, he can do that. You know, so Amazing. he can build eight different. I mean, great, great person. Uh, person. So, would you say that this was a person who had a big influence in your life, uh, Raja? I think in terms of influence in my life, uh, you know, Shiba. I think my first uh, big influence uh, is my dad. You know, is uh, he's my hero. And second person, obviously, is uh, I mean, I used to. I very early in life, I read. Uh, I mean, one of the one of dad's gifts was also the complete works of Swami Vivekananda mm. and a dictionary that I remember, which you know, one of his colleagues gave to me specifically. Mm. So you know, and and that was a great influence. And of course, you know, Dr. Kulupati, great influence. And another, in, in professional life, I had the opportunity to work with another doyen uh, called Dr. Tarun Gupta, who was a golden caller in the pharmaceutical industry. Incidentally, he had worked with my father as well. Amazing. <laughs> so I, I remember I remember you telling me about the complete works of, in our, in our conversations together, where you told me about the complete works of Vivekananda, and how much that influenced you, you know? Oh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's, it's somebody who is supposedly a spiritual or religious uh, leader so, talks, you know, so much of practical common sense and so inspiring and and breaking myths and, you know, mm-hmm. telling all the right things, inspiring. Mm-hmm. I think phenomenal. I, though I've never, I mean, we were we were apart in time. Course, it's almost like course. when you read, he's, he's telling you. So, yeah. So these were some great influences who really shaped my thinking and, uh, mm, mm. and you know, my 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 development and obviously, but but also it also surcharges you with a lot of passion and energy. You know? mm, absolutely. So as you reflect on your life and what are some of your turning points? What are some of the things? Some of your highs and lows? What's the journey been like? Would love to hear more about it, Raja. I mean. I've known you for a bit, but you know, even so, there's so much that has happened since then, and before that also. So, so that my listeners can also get a sense of who you are. So I think you know, I was a very uh, shy kind of a child. Uh, you know, grew up drinking filter coffee and uh, reading the Hindu every morning. Mm-hmm. But right from you know the beginning, I had a great love of. Uh, 
I was very inquisitive, you know. Oh. So whether it is the sports page or you know the political affairs page, you know, I mean, many of my classmates used to read the sports page religiously. I used to read that. Also, used to turn the world around and see the the the, the, the main page as well, you know, and go into the areas read and used to read. Uh, and somewhere, I think you know, growing in in the kind of uh, environment I was, and also my own motivation. I started with you know what I what I still believe is a great body of literature called Amachitra Katha. Mm, yes, absolutely, uh, absolutely. I I the amount of culture or you no know, mythology and folklore that I learned, yes. or, or the amount I could discover about the, the the greatness and the beauty of India and you know the wisdom like the Panchatantra Kathas and all that is phenomenal, right? You know, I used to have an uh, uh, my next door neighbor, you know, that uncle used to run a lending library, so. Oh. So I used to literally go in summer holidays, sit there, and read book after book after book, and you know, comic after comic, and Finkel and all that. Then slowly graduated into reading books. So I think the reading language for me, I mean, you know, I, I'm very inquisitive. Uh, if if I come across a new new word in those days, there was no Google, there was no uh, sure. mobile. So you had to go, you know, flip the pages of a dictionary, go find it. Uh, and I miss that sometimes. You know, it's now so easy, but. Uh, <laughs> And then I do. I used to, you know, kind of try to use that. Uh, at, at times, you know, sounding quite funny, either in written or you no. Know. So I think, you know, that. And and then slowly I started appreciating other languages, you know. So I mean, I I come from a multilingual family, so I think the appreciation of language for me kind of grew. I think I also learned that it is a great way of understanding culture and appreciating, you know, the differences and the unifying aspects of, you know. People, you know, so always used to. Be. I I also had to grow up with you know being seen as a Tamilian in Andhra where I was studying. Yeah. And to the Telugu in uh, Tamil Nadu where yes. my folks were uh, in those days. So it was fun, you know. So it used to be a little dichotomous, but I think that also spurred in me the thing to appreciate differences as well as you know find the unifying threads. And and as I started you know growing, I think one other turning point for me was. Again, back in school, for some reason, one of my, you know, teachers who used to teach us social studies, you know, Mr. Mm-hmm. Anglish, said, you know, go, uh, you should be the captain of the quiz team, and that was the first time I was ever quizzing, mm-hmm. and it was a in the school quiz, and I still remember the first question, and you know, for some reason, I answered that. Okay, so because mm-hmm. the question was, uh, uh, you know, who is the first education minister of India, and you know, I said, uh, and it passed, and you know, I was the fifth team, and. I, I answered it, you know, Dr. Uh, Abul Kalam Azad. So, I think that that really kind of gave me, and we won that. But, yes, yes. And slowly, I started quizzing and representing the school in quizzes, you know, in essays, and oh. you know, uh, elocutions, debates, you know, all these literary activities. I was not a much of a sports guy. My sports was chess and carrom, and right, mostly right. at best I played badminton. But I was more a uh, this kind of a guy, so more cerebral, grow. much more cerebral, is what you would say. Yes, yeah, somehow that stimulated me a lot, and yes, there gets yes. a point where I was doing, you know, representing the school more than attending classes. You know, <laughs> I think my school was also a very, very big influence. You know, they gave me that space, you know, to pursue uh, my where my. Did my where did you study? In a school called Sri Venkateshwara Balakuttu. You know, yes, yes, yeah. In that area, so and uh, the founder of the school. Also, a very, very renowned uh, educationist. See, that really makes, really makes yeah, it. I went and met her after you know I came to the profession and I was an abbot. You know, when I was a BU head, I went and worked 
in Vijayawada and Guntur, met some of the old folks and went and paid my respects to her. So, so that was one. And uh, I, during that course, one of the books that I read was also a great influence for me, Alex Ellie's uh, Roots. And you won't believe it, it's a nice thick book, but because I think my ninth standard holidays and I, I, for some reason, that book really, you know, connected with me, moved me. I think it's, uh, I don't know how many pages it is, but it's a thick, fat book for sure. I think close to 516 pages, maybe. Wow. I finished it from, you know, from, from the time I, you know, coffee till dinner, yeah. I, I read it through, you know, so it yeah. was moving and so, so fascinating. You know, so somebody connecting to their roots. Yes. And, 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 and this is where you are right now, right? The place where a lot of this book was. was yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fact. So I think that was another one. And like I said, uh, all these literary activities and other things. So I, I did reasonably well in studies. I was never the class topper, but I was in the top, you know, five or top 10, but it was okay for me because yeah. I allowed this part of it more. And probably that also helped me shape my personality. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went to college. I talked to you about my principal who was also a great, yeah. great. Uh, I think probably in the four years that I quizzed and debated and I also was into, you know, theater and, uh, uh, you know, uh, fine arts, oh. uh, mostly theater, uh, where we did some very nice plays, you know, both English and Telugu. I debated one, uh, probably my team and I, we would have, uh, we were about a bunch of four or five people oh. who in the college in various activities. And I think in four years, we won about 230, 240 quiz, you know, competitions across Asia. That's writing, amazing. Uh, yeah. And I, I had a, I, I never knew that, you know, that uh, the, the influence that somebody can have, even at that stage, when I first took up my first job and I was moving to Chennai oh. after college, I finished my college and, you know, within, um, I think May 5th or something, I got my results and May 21st, I started my first job. Okay. Oh. Uh, I mean, I went for a walk-in interview in Chennai and I was one out of 112 selected, you know, so. Uh, which, which organization was this? Which one was this first one? Lupin, right? Lupin. Right. So pharma, pharmaceuticals, did you always knew that you would go into that industry or was it just a... I, I don't know. For me, growing up, like I said, my father is a big inspiration. I always yes. loved the way he, he used to explain the nuances of, you know, thing, you know, he was a big fan of, you know, he used to take pride in the fact that uh, sales is a great uh, you know, job and he used mm. to explain, you know, I've heard him speak to, uh, you know, address a doctor's conference and all in the medical college and all. So for me, growing up, I knew only one industry. I didn't even know that there's a world beyond that. For me, it's the garment service or pharma industry. So correct. correct. I though I used to go to the bank and this thing, other things, I used to used to do some work in those days. You know, it was never online. You had to do it physically. Right? You yes, had to book a ticket for my father's travels. I used to go to various. But somehow, I think you know, growing up, I only thought of pharmaceutical industry. Mm. When I when I was you know going for the, my first job, you won't believe that you know uh, I I had in what what do you call in the trains. RAC and there's right. this guy said you're from Hindu college right? I said yeah you're Rajaram right I said yeah so I don't know whether you know me but I'm from Loyola College Vijayawada and I always wanted uh, you to win the debate uh, the best speaker because last year also you spoke well and we were rooting for you this time and you, know, you spoke so well and he ended up you know giving the birth to me and despite my insistence and I was hardly 19 at the time Shiva Amazing. when I started Amazing. I know that no if you can and and this is what i uh, my father used to say that you can you know the, the way you speak and say things means a lot to people you know so that's when you know i kind of discovered that you no know, yeah you have to be very careful when you say or you no know, do yeah. something because you can really 
inspire people for good or for bad so then went and started as a med rep you know used to go uh, you know from clinic to clinic and uh, then moved up and you now became a regional manager at age 21 you know um, i was a regional manager then i was doing very well in fact what takes people many years you know uh, i was doing well but then somewhere i, I said okay you no know, i need to take a break i uh, i also had to consider because my dad was retiring at the time and you know how to fit luckily i got a scholarship you know out of all the b schools that i got an entry from you know so i took ifm because Uh, as getting a merit scholarship merit come right, scholarship right 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 so it was you know very high ratio of teacher students lot of international students so again a beautiful surrounding like this you know and a sectoral management course not necessarily right. the typical mba so i think that was iifm again has been a great influence like school sure. and college sure uh, in touch with my batchmates both in school and uh, iifm yes. even my college it's been great and then the professional journey you know kind of took me uh, from one place to another from you know my first job out of campus was in the it and yeah. i realized that you know i don't connect yeah. you know, my passion is healthcare yeah. i adopted come back to healthcare through a consulting firm called then okay. came back to and i was doing healthcare consulting and where did you come back to sorry i lost you for a second it is a company called frost and sullivan it's a firm All called right. frost and okay the consulting firm headquartered in california uh, and global global consulting firm mm-hmm. they are mostly focused on market and growth consulting correct so help them set up their india practice then help them set up their emerging technologies practice for healthcare life sciences again a very very uh, made some made some wonderful colleagues out there still in touch with a lot of them i think that was also a very good place that i worked with then came back to the industry proper from consulting with uh, torrent where i was in an r&d setup mm. helping to enter the us pharmaceutical market they were late entrants you know but again uh, working you know in an r&d center i was a commercial guy working with you know the various scientists you know understanding the us market sitting in ahmedabad oh, it was fun and uh, <laughs> i think you know it was great and helping them enter today i think they have done exceedingly well when i look back at the numbers you know very nice then I had a very short stint with Ranbaxy again mm. and, uh, mm. in Gurgaon. Uh, the office was there in Gurgaon, but I used to mm. uh, be in Dwarka. Uh, so second time in Delhi, and then came back to South. You know, I joined AstraZeneca. Oh, really? Today, AstraZeneca is very much in the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the news. In great organization. Great organization. Really. Yeah. I think uh, their, their commitment to you know science processes absolutely mm. five star. So, mm. Mm. and uh, I was also to go to London when you know a senior colleague of mine, Rehan. Mm. I know, I remember Rehan. Yeah. He said, you know, would you like to come and join my leadership team? I'm we are scaling up the business here. And this was with Abbott, right? This was with Abbott. This was nutrition, mm. which at that time small, small business. i think uh, the rehan's leadership and you know uh, we all scaled it up uh, as a team to about six times in four years you know and i had two stints there you know my i, did, I set up a function for the first time in pacific asia africa and i had never that function done that function before called right. commercial excellence right. people used to ask me what is what is commercial excellence and uh, i had to tell them what it is you know? mm. and it is a lot of things you know the more 
So from there, I took my first PNL role. Again, it was baptism by fire. You know, first year we grew by forty-five percent, but we didn't hit the numbers. You know, we didn't hit the target. Mm. That was the only year when I've not delivered so far in my career. You know. uh, and, uh, next year, I think the team was supercharged. We said that we are doing all the right things. Let's stick to the uh, you know plan. Um, and I think next year was outstanding. I think we did about sixty-three percent growth, hundred and five percent to target. Amazing. Amazing. We, in retrospect, we ended up. Uh, I think we were a team of one seventy odd people, so we doubled. In fact, we grew the business two point four times in two years. So, is that the time that we, you and I, connected? Um, in my next role. In, in the next role after that. That's right. After yes. And uh, I was with Abbott India Limited when yes. I became a special directed. So, I suddenly I was you now managing a business which was three times that size. Yeah. You know, three business unit, business unit heads, three three PNL owners reporting into me. So, a big role, and uh, also I was again entering that at the time of a crisis. You know, so for some reason I think you know, crisis seemed to be. I'm not saying that I want more crisis, but <laughs> seemed to be working well for me. You know, uh, so uh, and I say that for a reason, and I'll come to that. You know, so I think there again we were having a. Huge uh, price cut and very unprecedented way. The mm. drug price cut order of 2013 was the toughest. You, know, you had to actually. They said that you can't even keep uh, stock of you know, products on the shelf. You have to take it back and relabel. Mm. And again, that was a luxury allowed as a one-time thing. And we had key brands losing 29% price and you know 17% price. You know, and despite that, we delivered and we delivered well. And we, in fact, some we the volume growth. Uh, you know the team's drove was in for for example a brand like Tyrone was 23 24% that's the so, brand that is very uh, in my household about 3 4 people so i i <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's a brand i know abbot by you know yeah. absolutely <laughs> you were looking after that that was the time. yeah yeah tyrone you know when we met actually tyrone was on my top performing yes, i know i remember i remember lost 16% on price and these are all very very economical that was i mean Tyrone probably is you know sub one rupee you know or something or one rupee at that time. Mm. Mm. Epitome was about one rupee. Epitome lost about twenty nine percent price due to the Tyrone order. You know hardly any, very very economical but still we had to do that. But I think we did a lot of activities. We did you know we pulled. There are some levers which are available to us. Some levers which are not available. Mm. I think we were maxed on distribution. We were maxed on customer coverage. Then how do you grow the brand? Mm. So we did. Uh, we we put together a strategy, brand specific. Mm. You no, know, I think the teams executed it so well. I think they mm. were passionate. And at the end of the day, I think you know we delivered and we delivered well. The next year again, we it was not like a one-time thing. Mm. And uh, we were consistent. We delivered uh, mm. in the subsequent year as well. Mm. And I got promoted again into a strategy and BD role for the mm. entire India region for mm. Abbott mm. Pharmaceuticals and established pharma. India was the biggest single affiliate, and also region by itself, 1.2 billion uh, when I left Abbott. Uh, Abbott, you know, yeah. About 800 million uh, uh, business, but you know, in the five years, it grew to 1.2 billion. Uh, you know, uh, so that's inspiring. Started, that's really inspiring. Great. I was part of. Uh, I was driving. Uh, I was not in a PNL job, but I was driving strategy, mm. uh, M&A partnerships, mm. yeah. uh, license. I was also doing something called business effectiveness and uh, driving new product introductions. But I mean, we launched about 200 plus SKUs in five years. Mm -hmm. SKUs in five years. I think uh, 
improved the R&D productivity. Uh, but again, it was fun and you know, did some very good partnership, renewed some uh, uh, you know, partnership. You know, the last deal that I think I did was acquired a few assets for Abbott, divested. So it was a completely different role from a PL sure. role. Sure. Uh, more, more, more kind of corporate. It also helped uh, a lot to build a very different perspective from you know driving. So what was the perspective? What did you see changing in you? From you know, I, I think the first thing is about timelines, right? You know, when you are in a penal role, every month, every quarter, every year, no matters. You know, when when you are in a uh, when you are in a strategy role, suddenly the time horizon that you are operating is very different. Mm. So it's not that you know the short term uh, priorities are any less important, but mm. You're all, but somebody needs to think about the long term, mm. and I think you know that probably grooms you for, uh, you know, more the, the, the C-suite kind of rules very well because you're not thinking month and quarter, but you're also thinking or year. You know, but you're thinking, okay, this is the environment. This is where we play in. These are the things that may shape the environment. What can I do as a leader, or what can I do as a uh, as a follow-on? You know, what do I, what do I want to? What is my overall goal, and what do I want to accomplish? What are the resources that I have and what are the resources that I need to add or acquire? I think uh, those are some of the things. So the time horizon changes, the way you look at, you know, you suddenly you're looking at the larger picture than just, you know, what is the immediate goal, right? Exactly. So, yeah, and uh, you got the organization hat on, right? You're thinking of the organization, you're thinking of bigger how, thing, yeah, much bigger, yeah, yeah. So this, uh, and the other one, you know, you suddenly realize when you do all these uh, you know, partnerships with your own industry colleagues is again a very, very interesting perspective. Yeah. In a in a general role as a commercial director, yeah. you are you you are literally competing against them. You know, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. a typical versus scope kind of a thing. Let's say yeah. for a lack yeah. of but you know, suddenly here you are looking at you know, how can I actually uh, you know look at you know the, you have these strengths and I have these strengths and you know I have these gaps and you have these gaps. You know, if we come together and you know have a collaboration. How does that one plus one becomes eleven for both of us? Or how is there a win-win? Of course, within the realm of you know all the competition laws you know being on. And thankfully, pharma is such a fragmented industry. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Example, always uh, in India has such a fabulous infrastructure in terms of reach penetration. Yeah. Uh, you know, when somebody when another MNC wants to you know has a good asset and you know yeah. good product. Sure. drive access it might be very very difficult for them to do it by themselves you know so sure, sure. Can we come together mm. and you know, uh, we help you uh, with you know the access that we have and you know, yes yes when you have you know certain when you have you know those uh, uh you and you may not have that asset you know they have an asset and you know they uh you know so so suddenly you are you're thinking collaboration mm. uh, with mm. somebody, you, know, you might compete for something else in the market yeah that in a Ways, can you you know kind of you know work together on something, and thereby bring a very important product you know which will benefit a lot of patients or even you know give preventive healthcare choices to people you know so who need them who need them. Uh, suddenly you know you're thinking you know kind of differently that way as well okay so your strategy where you're looking at your how do you want to you know kind of uh, chart your course uh, and how you know you will want to shape the market yeah. at the same time understand how the environment so there is there is that angle and from a strategy from a business development perspective you are looking at win-win collaborations yes and, yeah. uh, and then we all i also had another one called business vectorness 
you know, the director of business effectiveness was also reporting to me. Mm, and mm, mm. That, had, that had about six different disciplines with them, each mm. headed by a business source. Mm. Um, they, and they were, they were taking care of various aspects of the business, mm. uh, again, as, uh, as support from outside, you know. So somebody was, you know, kind of helping people become more effective in the clinic. Somebody was, you know, helping them with all the commercial mm. IT, uh, mm. you know, effectiveness, CRM kind of support. Uh, you know, so so a lot of other somebody was you know one big team was helping them with you know business intelligence and all that. So we and and we were supporting a very large field force, about twelve thousand field force. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it is it is very very just to a different scale. Mm-hmm. And then move from diagnostic to predictive analytics. How and 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 helping the teams uh, even you know prioritize their resources. You know, pharma. Uh, it's one of the things that you no know, people struggle with is you know which lever has given you what kind of return you know correct or correct. which lever is more effective in your uh, in in your uh, marketing mix right but helping them analyze you know helping them develop tools and helping them prioritize their resources uh, support you know for such so many marketing teams in about I don't know how many you know, fabulous fabulous but, but was a different uh, was a different angle to that role so sure also. Yeah, and, and I think that must have really, really grown you as a person as well, isn't it? Especially when you're moving into spaces of collaboration versus competition, what you're just talking about, without losing your competitive edge. Exactly, without losing your competitive edge and, you know, collaborating. And, and sometimes you're even competing with them in some other segment because yeah. you're collaborating in some other segment. So, yeah. very interesting. And I think that helped me shape and uh, prepare me well for my current role. So, I think more... And your current better. role. Coming to your current role, what is it that you are currently doing, Raja, in Kampala? I'm, I'm the group CEO of an East Africa-based healthcare company called uh, Abacus. We are, okay. we are one of the leading teams in East Africa. Right. And this is a Carlyle portfolio company. Carlyle is a, yes. a large private company. So this is a portfolio company of you know, Carlyle. We are a 25-year-old company and uh, one of the pioneers in this region in terms of pharmaceuticals. We have... Uh, two businesses, you know, we have uh, two business streams. One is, you know, the distribution business, and the other is we have uh, uh, we manufacture and uh, export uh, as well as, you know, sell locally. Large volume parentals and small volume parentals. Large volume parentals is pharma jargon for IV fluids, mm. you know, mm. the infusion given in the hospitals, you know, like the saline mm. as a, and you know, that. Uh, small volume parentals include water for injection, eye drops, ear drops, and all. We okay. we manage one of the one of the largest in this part of the world. In fact, mm-hmm. currently we're one of the three, one of the earliest. We sell, and, and Abacus has its operations across five countries. We are headquartered in Kampala, Uganda. Uganda is a big base for us. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, Tanz- we, we do a lot of business in Tanzania, Kenya, and Rwanda, Burundi. We're also now expanding our exports to Zambia and Malawi. Okay, and down the line, we have uh, plans to expand to, uh, you know, other parts of Africa, including French West Africa mm. and Ethiopia. So, so we are more like a East African pharma company. I think that's and, phenomenal, and that's what makes it so interesting: is this choice you made to move to yeah. somewhere like this, and that is that is that speaks to me about your your ability to take you know it's a risk no matter what some people even said no why are you going to africa and where is you going i i i had a i mean see 
I was cruising well in Abbott. I had a good cash flow. Yeah. And I think I I knew Abbott. And, and Abbott is such a great organization. Right? Yeah, it's, it's a great organization. I agree. Recently, some of my colleagues invited me to give a talk to their teams. And, you know, very virtual like this. And uh, and I was telling that, you know, you can you can take me out of Abbott, but you can't take Abbott out of me. Sure. So, uh, when, you, when you're there in an organization for a decade, it literally is part of you, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And there's so much that, you know, I've learned from as a wonderful organization. It's still so many friends and colleagues across various countries. And, and that was the other part in the last poll that I did with Abbott as part of some global teams. And that also gave me a larger perspective of how sure. things and farm outside India is very, very different than sure. how it is. So I think, you know, but, but that said, the, to coming to the risk part, you know, I, I'm, 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 you know, when somebody's in their mid forties, you know, you have a choice, you know, you want to stick and, you know, play safe or you say, okay, let me take a punt. Uh, I mean, I, I bet on the fact that it's a Carlyle portfolio company and, you know, I'm getting a CEO role it's outside India. Also a good experience for family to move out. Yes, uh, yes. And, move, and this place is more like, you know, what India was about two decades ago. So mm. it's kind of, there's no fear of unknown, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know how things will shape up. Yes. But sure. of course, culture is different. You know, people are different. Very friendly people. Mm. Uganda is a very, very safe country. Mm. And, uh, you know, very good law and order, you know, well, very stable government and things like that. So we came, actually, uh, actually I told Carlisle, that, you know, uh, okay, I mean, you like me, I like the role. And also it gave me uh, an experience of, you know, managing manufacturing. Mm, uh, mm. Um, great, great, um, great opportunity for me to also learn. Though I have worked with my manufacturing colleagues mm. a lot, but actually being responsible for uh, a part of business which has, which is driven by manufacturing mm. of your own is a great experience. And then multi-country experience, you know, a lot of learnings, you know, while India is a huge market, uh, 1.2 billion, you know, current, you know, the, some of the learnings like I have here in this role of how the currency fluctuates or, you know, how we do the treasury management, you know, how we do the, you know, forex uh, hedging and things like that. I mean, I'm not directly doing it, but uh, also responsible for that uh, or the inter-country nuances both socio-political, economic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a huge learning. Geopolitical awareness is huge, I guess, right? Yeah, huge. I mean, I mean, I saw that at play when, you know, we were trying to bring some vaccines here, you know, how geopolitics plays out. Uh, immense learnings, okay? Yeah. And all, being a leader in this part of the world, you know, you also operate, you know, you know, work closely with the government. You know, government affairs is, again, a big learning. So, yeah, I mean, it was a risk. It, I would still say, I mean, moving from a $1.2 billion Abbott, MNC, India to, you know, $120 million business, you know, which is, which is in a completely different continent and with, with different countries and things like that. But very, very enriching. I mean, I went out here in the market, you know, met the teams, you know, met customers and even uh, eventually... Uh, met the president of this country, the health ministers, you know, or senior government officials, countries of a different uh, order. So for me, I think, you know, it was, it is worth the bet and, and you won't believe it, Shiva, though it was the first year was, a you know, completely driven by the first wave of pandemic. And it was my first year, but we ended the year uh, delivering top line, delivering the GP margins, delivering everything in fact, we exceeded the EBITDA last year, despite the pandemic and a lot of challenges we faced. 
despite all the challenges, you know, we we delivered twenty five percent more than the target. Wow, wow. We grew the, we grew the EBITDA. I mean, a historic high, uh, 30 percent uh, growth. Uh, twenty eight. Uh, you know, the, even the profile improved. Uh, so, so I think you know it's been a great learning, and again, thanks to the team coming together, executing yes. in the crisis. Uh, yes. Some of us back in India. Some of them, some of us came in the middle of the year and still transitioning. I also had to build a team, you know, yes. because uh, I, I I I made the team a little more diverse. My leadership team. Oh. My CFO is a the Kenyan gentleman. Okay, I have uh, an HR. Uh, my CHRO is a. Local Ugandan uh, gentleman who is uh, an LSE alum, you know, has worked in uh, PwC, Unilever, that kind of pedigree in Kenya, Rwanda, Uganda. Um, uh, again, uh, my legal uh, and compliance head, uh, she's also the company secretary. She's half Rwandan, half Ugandan. Mm-hmm. Uh, hire a new commercial head for the manufacturing business. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's done decades of work here in Africa, Indian by origin, but also retained some of the top performers of. Uh, uh, you know the and who have grown the organization with the distribution uh, uh, business head uh, is is you know, somebody who was already there in the business promoted him so i think you know this this kind of you know building a diverse team you know and all of them coming together in the face of a pandemic and delivering my my plant head is a south african again somebody who joined in 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 early 2020 lovely but, it looks like you really put together a great team a diverse team and they delivered right yes, I, uh, so, so now looking at, you know, we've journeyed through your work life. When the chips are down, is there a metaphor for life that you fall back on? Is there an adage you live by? Is there something that you go back to? I, I do go back to a very, another huge inspiration for me. And, a, and a, what should I say? Somebody who, like you keep saying, you know, somebody who shows the mirror and, you know, somebody who gives me very good insights from a very different angle, you know. My wife and life partner and my best friend. Okay, love is, I mean, and, and whether it is at work or outside, I mean, you know, she she comes with a completely different perspective. She's very, I am the big picture guy. She's the more grounded, you know. Keeps uh, it going, of, Raja. I suppose. And 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 I think you know she she's a completely and and she is very very clear in her thinking. And, you know, she'll and. And if even if I'm you know kind of trying to build a Taj Mahal, she said, you know, hold on, <laughs> don't die, you know. So I think she has been a great, great support and also an inspiration. I mean, she can do a lot of things, you know, in a in a very very manner, which I lack. Mm-hmm. I think that is one thing, you know. Mm-hmm. The other metaphor or something, if I were to look at it, I I'm I'm a person and I you know me well, Shiva. I'm very very passionate, right and. Uh, uh, I, I I can be a possessed person if I'm driven by uh, by 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 a certain cause yeah. or, or a purpose, right? So, uh, and I can get and get you know completely lost in that. So, of course, over the period of time, you know, as you mature, you know, you also temper yourself and you have your checks and balances. And 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 you know, ten years ago versus now, of course, it's a of different course. proposition. Of course, of course. But having said that, you know, your basic nature doesn't go away. So one of the metaphors is is. I you know I always say okay five years from now when you look at this will you laugh at it or will you regret it or no, what do you do so this used to be what I used to say even in B school when I used to tell my friends hey don't fight over these things you know when when you are when you're leaving the institute and you know when you are now looking at it back at it after five ten years this will sound really 
silly or funny you know why do you take it so seriously yeah. i think that's the metaphor that i use uh, to you so know, you kind of go ahead and you kind of look back and say how important is this going to be am i correct yeah. in that understanding yeah so so i think you know the i think that's the litmus test of time for me you know yes what you're doing now yes it's going to be as relevant and you know it's going to be as uh, important uh, and you know is it going to be as uh, what should i say is is going to be as serious uh, as it is now you know when you look back at it you know sure. say five years from so i think one way of looking at it absolutely and i think that is very powerful is there anything that you would like to people who are just starting out or a younger raja or somebody who's on the same same trajectory as you think you are maybe in abbot maybe wherever and the, is there something you'd like to tell them if if i had you know kind of um, you know go back and do some of those things that i did would i have done any differently you know i would say that you know probably some of the small it might have changed but you know i would have definitely preferred to have the same trajectory right sure, so sure, sure i would say i always say this that follow your heart unless you like or love doing something don't do it mm. right mm. so i i think you know you you know your strengths and you know your weaknesses that self awareness thing that you always talk about mm. be self aware understand what are the things you know that really is but but more importantly is there a purpose or there a calling for you which you need to follow and if you if that is there then everything will fall in place like one of the most powerful words i have come across is you know paulo coelho's uh, if you desire something from the depth of your heart the whole universe will conspire to make it happen i think that's so true uh, you may face obstacles you may face hindrances you may face challenges but at the end of the day if you really want to do something and that is the right thing to do and you know you're accomplishing something for a larger good and that that really inspires you please do it and you know please follow that might not be the most uh, conventionally right choice it may not tick all the boxes for somebody but are you that somebody or are you yourself you know so sure. i think that and if you have to take risk please do take risk because if anybody says that they have not failed i think either they are, they are god or they are lying okay so <laughs> you're right sir absolutely it's okay it's it's okay as long as you don't fail the second time for the same thing mm-hmm. it is okay to 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 take that risk right Absolutely. of course you're not going to take cowboy kind of you know yes. brazen risk but but you know an anti a calculated you know or a or a well thought out where you know the, the chances are that it might the chances are that it might it might click and it may not click but mm. still want to do it because it's the right thing to do please do it you know so yeah absolutely uh, uh raja um, each one of us has something very unique to offer human kind something that only you can do because you are unique right? each 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 fingerprint etc so what is your unique gift ah that's a great thing you know i wish i i want to be a net giver for sure but i don't know if i am there i think for me i i have always been a knowledge person i've been very like i said a very inquisitive person and if there is anything that i can offer i'm i'd be one of the things i would love to do is share experiences share thoughts you know and maybe at some point in time i would definitely want to write a book mm. at some point in time i would definitely want to teach and 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 not for anything else but just to share those experiences or even you know help people by you know like not exactly uh, you know coaching like the way you do it but you know if somebody wants to bounce off a thought or you know somebody wants to 
build an idea or something and i would love to want to uh, you know help them with you know whatever i have learned or give be that bouncing board for them uh, so these are three things that i think i can contribute but yeah i i would love to get there honestly i do do this in bits and pieces uh, but but you know i think i've not done it in a very concerted focused and structured manner you know so at some point i would love to do that i don't know when <laughs> it'll happen raja as you said if you want something in the, with your heart the whole universe yeah. will conspire to make it happen and i'm sure it already is i'm sure all a lot of your people still benefit a lot from your mentoring then oh yeah i would love to and, and mentoring that such yeah. a such a what should i say i mean you know uh, some, you know at least a, i have had three three guys in my team young folks two of them got into both harvard business school and uh, kellogg one of them is now with metronic in california the global yeah. product manager another guy is with bcg in boston you know uh, people you know whom you not only worked with but mentored them you know guided them yeah. for their hps or the third guy is defer is up you know entry into kellogg and even mm-hmm. now i have two chiefs of staff who are aspiring to get into hps or you no know, wharton or whatever and you know working with them is a completely different pleasure you know uh like i say somebody you know in uh, you know, one of these guys actually said you know when he in the farewell that i don't know how i can pay you back i said no please please don't even think on those lines don't pay back you know pay forward somebody took a bet on me you know and so i am where i am so and somebody helped me so i am where i am so the best way to help is to pay forward you know not pay back Absolutely. right so you can help somebody go to their you know scale new heights then then i think you know what what i have done has come to fruition right so absolutely i think, I think that, that is yeah. again that is really it's really beautiful and that's the way the world actually moves on right and develops and evolves absolutely you know? yeah. is is a is a great thing the mentoring part that you talked about is so wonderful yeah. uh, as an experience while you are giving the pleasure is and the joy is of very different order it is it is a very different you are absolutely right so what value does this kind of a conversation have for you raja like you and i are having what does it do i think for me one uh, you know i i think i we have been having those message exchanges but it's been a long time since we connected and had a chat like this like we used to do in chennai or delhi yes, you remember right. No. Of course I remember my god how could I forget I don't used to go to pondicherry but I do. Uh, again I do Oroville is uh, another I do. Uh, such a very you know soothing and yeah. beautiful place right it's almost surreal at times oh, it's uh, not- <laughs> so reconnecting with uh, somebody like you is always a pleasure uh, you get i think to reflect and reminisce a lot mm. which also is very very good i know otherwise in the usual uh, you know flow of things uh but for such conversations like this and and you know when you you look forward to it like whether you know uh, one of these weekends you know i had uh, we had set up in my b school alum we all came together on zoom you know my batchmates right and yes there is no agenda you know okay. it is just no people pulling legs you know uh, you know talking of those uh, stuff you know which lo- which looks silly now what you did what i did and then suddenly a topic comes up and you know you talk about uh, you know the the, the the environment and what have you and then somebody talks about business and it is a totally as in a or that kind of conversation or a conversation like this you know these help you reminisce reflect and you know think mm-hmm. and and you know it also makes you think as a person rather than you know the kind of role that you're doing 
which is what we end up doing most of the times right uh, mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day the roles that we do are the roles that we do you know there is like you said who's the real you mm-hmm. many times we reflect and you know discover in such conversations so it's always a pleasure uh, lovely to talk to an an old uh, you know friend or you know uh, an old colleague is always fun yeah so uh, lovely to to have spoken with you raja and uh, thank you so much for making the time it's been an absolute pleasure and i wish you every success as you journey on and more power to you to all the things that you want to do and you are already doing thank you so much for making the time thank you and thanks for having me over uh, in soul group a wonderful talking to you as always shiva and all the very best and you know please do take care and stay safe i will and you too bye bye thank you for your time and attention and for being a part of soul brews with shiva until next week keep the coffee swirling <laughs> <laughs>